Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome back to Cash Withdrawal. I'm Cash Levy. The show where you come to when you're having some symptoms of pain and neglect, when I'm not able to do my other show, Cashing In with T.J. Miller, I uh, usually would have the Cash Withdrawal Sextet uh, kick in right now with their music, but they're on tour. I'm going to look out in the lobby and just see... Lawrence Thomas, what are you doing out there? Oh, man. Thanks. Can I come in? Yeah, come on in. Come on in. How's it going, buddy? <sighs> you know, uh, I'm upset. I'm, I'm, you know, you make decisions in life. This one I had to make. And uh, what happened, I, I buddy? Just, you know, I've told tassels. We're through. We're done. Wait, 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 wait a second. Let's go back here for a second. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize she never said you were dating. She didn't. She didn't. No. Tell you. No, well, no. I mean, dating. We have a relationship. We have an understanding. It's not as, uh, that's why it's not quite as reciprocal as I would want it to be. Uh, I feel like I'm giving <laughs> like a, a little bit more than she's giving. Okay, yeah. You know, I text. She doesn't text back. I need more communication. I need some kind of level of commitment to this relationship that yeah. we've entered into, and I don't feel like I'm getting it back. Well, I mean, was there some indication that she knew you, you were dating? Because, you know, she she never, she never... When you just broke up with her, did she seem surprised that maybe you were going out in the first place? Yeah, or? but she was, she, you know, she acted like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, you know, but we all know. Come on. You can feel it in the room when I'm in the room. People look, people say, you know, they, well, they don't say anything, but yeah. I mean, yeah, but you can tell. They're thinking it. Yeah, you can right, tell exactly. what they're thinking. Exactly. They're thinking. The human beings, people yeah. are very transparent. Right, exactly. You can tell. Uh, and she could tell. And, you you know, should have I, shirts that say, it's obvious, Lawrence. And, right. And tassels are, exactly. are are an item. Yeah, I you mean, know, you know, it's pretty soon. It, you know, it would have been on TMZ, but I put the kibosh on it. Kibosh. I don't even. Yeah. I'm so upset. I don't even really know the words. But yeah, I mean, you, you know, seem I'm, really shook up right oh, now. I'm Do you want to sit down on the on the saddle or the Rice Krispie treat? Well, you, that saddle's from the uh, 1976 Kentucky Derby. Well, uh, and then the Rice Kiss Krispie treat. Uh, that was a uh, one that I won as a. Uh, as as a treat after a, a game uh, in 1976, it was a little league game, and it was one of our treats. Oh, I'm gonna wear. I sit on the saddle. You know, say saddle up, saddle up, <laughs> saddle up. Lawrence Thomas. Lawrence Thomas is here. Good to see you, buddy. Saddle up, saddle up. So so she took it. She seemed a little uh, surprised. Is a little that, surprised? Yeah. You know, maybe. At, at the breakup or that that you were dating. I, you know, surprise is surprise. You yeah, know? and it could be. You know, they say there's seven states. Like when a relationship's over, <laughs> it's like death. First, you're yeah. in denial. So maybe yeah. she's in denial. Yeah. And when she gets to grief, then, you know, don't come crawling back to don't, me, don't, Yeah, you know what? Lawrence Thomas will have moved on by that. Right, I mean, exactly. he's, he's on a saddle. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's, you know, right. Saddle up. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and down the stretch he comes. <laughs> I could hear the thunder and hoofs. I've been taking this, uh, this uh, spin class oh, yeah. uh, uh, every Thursday. Uh, not every Thursday, but, you know, when the weather's no good and I'm in town. And I have nothing else to do, exactly. and I'm uh, motivated. Nope. In any event, the, the 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 teacher, this this lady, she sometimes she'll say, uh, uh, you know, you have to stand up in the stat, you know, you got to stand up. You know, she'll say, "There's a big hill coming up, right. you got to stand up." So we'll all stand up, and I'll always yell out, "To the peak!" <laughs> I'll just yell as loud as I can, right? <laughs> to the peak! And I I originally did it just to make people laugh in the right. class, right? I'm like, "To the peak!" Right, but now I've noticed that other people also yell it. It's All like right. become you this like something. regular thing now. So she'll be like, "Everybody up!" and everyone will go to the peak. 
<laughs> even and apparently it's been happening even when I'm not uh, in the class, you know. Oh, that's but, awesome. But it's weird because I enjoy doing it so much. I certainly think like, I, why do I got to be in a spin class to yell that, right? So whenever I'm going anywhere, uh, you know, taking the kids or if I'm going to leave a restaurant, to the peak. <laughs> People are like, what is he? Why is that guy yelling to the peak? What, is he, what peak is that? What peak does he go to? What, what, he's going to Santa Monica Mountains? Where's he, where's, he, where's he off to? He's having flashbacks from his <laughs> Catman. Do it's my favorite new thing. You haven't heard me do it? No. Yeah, it's, I've been doing it everywhere I go. I can't help it. To, to the, the peak! peak. <laughs> you may have started a whole new thing. I know. It could be like, bump, 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 when people sing Sweet Caroline. Yeah, yeah. Every spin class in America, whenever they stand up. To yeah. the peak! Oh, speaking of Sweet Caroline, okay, two, two things about music that we need to discuss. I don't like it. Let's discuss this right now. To the peak! Uh, let's, that's it. If we're going to discuss music, we go to the peak. Okay, okay Sweet Caroline, uh, when they yell, I don't like when they have a song and then people start, start adding their own I thing. Okay? It. When people in Happy Birthday go out, cha cha cha. They're, right? yeah. They're just singing a Happy Birthday song and people go, cha cha cha. What, what do you. Uh, that's the a song California was fine. Thing. The song that's... was fine. Nobody does that anywhere. Oh, you don't think anyone's familiar I've with this? I never heard it until I came to California. Tweet me and let me know if you've heard that, where people are singing happy birthday in the middle. They go, cha-cha-cha. Yeah, like, I mean, I've it? heard it what now. The song need? Me. Yeah. What does the song need? And and same with Sweet Caroline. You I can't just it. hijack the song. and then, It's a perfectly good song. It's a great song. But you can't then decide to go so right. So what do they do in the middle? They're so good. So right. Yeah, 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 it's like, what? why? Why did you do that? Why did you just add lyrics to a perfectly a good song? Because they're a bunch of lemmings trying to be vital. You bastards. They are. They're ruining. It. <laughs> They're okay, right there. I hate it. You bastards. <laughs> then somebody accused me of hating fun. What? They've, so I, I was talking yeah, you about just don't this like thing. Fun? You just don't oh. like fun. Oh, see, that's uh, not fun. On, that's, it's it was terrible. fun as it was. That's what right. I'm saying. You're trying to. What I don't like is you trying to 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 augment fun with more fun, right. and it's not. It's less fun. You actually made it worse. Yeah. You degraded the song. If it was supposed to be that way, he would have put it in there in the middle. You know, in, in the first place. You know, cha cha cha. What the hell does that even mean? So I just during birthday songs, I just punch people in the <laughs> fucking face. Can we look at <laughs> now, okay, here's another problem I'm having. And this, right. this I've noticed uh, listening to music. Have you ever listened so, to But me? we're in agreement on Sweet yeah. Caroline. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's so good, so yeah, right thing. Terrible. Why are you adding that? Yeah, you should. I, I never. Now, maybe he added it once. Then that's his prerogative. He wrote the song. He wrote it. Okay, so he can add it. You can't add it. He I don't, don't want to hear 50,000 people. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like the wave at a sporting event. I don't come to see people standing up in front of my... I'm trying to watch a ball game. I, what are hey, you doing? Come on. You know? <laughs> DiMaggio's at back. Down in front! <laughs> DiMaggio. <laughs> you really... <laughs> you, you just I'm a huge Al Kaline fan. To, I'm try- and I can't see Al Kaline with you jumping up in front of me. I'm trying to watch Garrick for the last time. Come on. Come on! Denny McLean's 30th game. <laughs> Before he goes to jail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm trying to watch Jim Zorn throw a pass. Come on. Steve DeBerg is playing. There's the switch sports. <laughs> Billy Paltz just went up yeah. for a rebound. Okay, so here's another one. When a song comes out, I think there should be a limit on how soon you're allowed to put out an alternative version of the same song. Make a commitment. When these musicians are like, here's my acoustic version. No, you just, you, you, you release them the same day. I, now I, gotta, I mean, like, you know, you're giving me decisions. Like, it's like, just stand behind it. It's a cop out. Stand behind one of the songs, for yeah, God's sake. 
Just stand behind the song. And if you want to release an acoustic version in a year, it's going to be at least a year. That's my rule. Oh, I'd say more than a year. Normal. I mean, it has to yeah. be like Clapton's Layla, mm-hmm. like 30 years later, mm-hmm. because he's old and insignificant anymore. <laughs> he goes, oh, I'm, I don't know why I'm slamming him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it should, it, not a year. You know what I have to say to that? It has so good, <laughs> so right. Bum, bum, bum. Cha cha cha. And I, I don't want to hear. I tell you what, I'm, yeah. I'm a big Beatles fan. Yeah. I don't want to hear their outtakes. You know what? You had yeah. a producer. Yeah. I know. He picked, he picked I know. the best one. I know. Why are we listening to the one that didn't yeah. make the cut? Why don't we listen? To, somebody uh, felt that this was the 19th best cut. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, you know. Um, the odds that I'm going to like it better than everybody that was involved. <laughs> right, exactly. right. Just you know, and if I do like it better, really, it just means I'm a contrarian. I mean, how often have you liked the fourth best version of something? Never. Um, I, look, you know, I'm a huge Springsteen fan, and yeah. I know you are too. A lot of people love the Promise. Uh, you know, he, he released basically a lot of the alternative cuts from, uh, from Darkness, Darkness on the Edge of Town, which was one of my top. Three favorites of his albums. I, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, um, I think there's one good song on that whole album. Which one? Oh, I forgot the name of it. That's Sweet a, Caroline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's one song that I was like, "That's a good song." Yeah, uh, I've got. As a matter of fact, it's the only song I've ever listened to more than once off that record. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I'm not a big fan of that record. Well, I have a friend that thinks that the promise itself, the song, the promise is awesome. I guess I should listen to it a little bit more. But I kind of feel the way you're saying. Although I will say this, his tracks album, where he put out basically, I think maybe three songs from each album that didn't make the right. cut. There were some pretty good tracks. Yeah. Uh, there was that. I thought that one was pretty amazing. That's a box uh, set. There's like five CDs. And I thought, you know, like, um, uh, gave it a name. Have you heard that song? No. It's pretty amazing. I, I thought there were some pretty darn good songs on that one. So I guess if you're a prolific writer, right. you know, I'm sure that Ryan Adams has some good outtakes because uh, apparently he just had a breakup and he wrote over 80 songs. 80 songs. <laughs> yeah, he wrote like 80 or 90 songs. I'm, I'm sure some of them are good. I mean, he's very talented. Stephen King's going, yeah. let it go, man. <laughs> let it go. Stephen King, relax, buddy. Come on. <laughs> take a break. <laughs> Stephen King. That's great. Um Okay, so I've been dying to tell you in particular this story. Uh, this is this this goes to the, uh, well, I guess it's not the where were you section, but uh, just you know what we've been up to, uh, part of the show. But I, okay, so this is going to crack you up. I hope I've, it's a pretty big setup. <laughs> so, now. I'm telling you, pretty big setup. Okay, so I'm in um, uh, Grant's Pass. Okay, I'm doing a, a show uh, one night, and I'm sitting at the bar. And the Warriors are on, you know, the Golden State Warriors basketball team, uh, the basketball outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of them. And Steph Curry is a shooter. They barnstorm, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they barnstorm <laughs> a little bit, play the globetrotter, so they get around a little yeah. bit, a uh, little song and dance. And uh, so uh, Steph Curry's uh, shooting, and the guy next to me is probably about a 70-year-old man. It's 7-0, 7-year-old man. And he's 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 got a white beard and kind of grizzled, and he kind of turns to me. He's like, yeah, I figured him out two years ago. They finally figured out how to stop him. And I go, really? I, go, I don't know. He's, he's He scores uh, like 25 points a game. You know, He's, he's like, yeah, you just got to put a hand in his face and, and, and put a little pressure on him. The guy just shuts down. And I go, and he's like, I mean, I knew it like two years ago. They're finally getting the wind of it. I'm like, really? I go, you... You sitting on your bar stool, 
you two years ago discovered how to stop a two-time MVP. And if you would just let people know, and I was just really, I was really annoyed by this. Like I just, you know, I mean, I understand this happens all the time with sports fans. They all kind of talk out of turn. I get that that's part of sports, whatever. But listen, I'm a guy that sat down in front when I was trying to watch Al Kaline hit. Okay, (laughs) come on, wait, Lou Gehrig's, Jim Zorn. Come on, I'm a sports guy, right? But I was just like. I go, you don't think, you think it's that simple. You just put a hand in his face, put a little pressure on him. He's like, yeah, I mean, look how he slowed down. I go, he was a unanimous MVP last year. Unanimous in the entire league. He's like, yeah, they put some pressure on him in the playoffs. He folded like a, like a, like a folding chair. <laughs> he was like really ripping on him. I was getting so pissed, right? I could see you right I getting so pissed. And, uh. And I'm like, you don't think that the league kind of watched video of him, watched some, you know, t- footage of him and kind of figure you don't think anyone tried to actually defend him in any way, uh, even though he had won uh, two MVPs and uh, had the most three pointers in the history of the league two years in a row. You don't you don't think that uh, they, he's like, well, I don't know what they were thinking, that they finally figured it out. Look at him now. I'm like, I'm looking at him now. He's scoring 25 points a night. I know that's a little off his average from last year, but it's pretty amazing. I'm like, and I just find it hard to believe that you sitting on your bar stool, I go, here's the thing. And I was just getting so angry. It was, it sets me when I get this pissed, right? I go, you have to, I go, he's better at what he does than anything you'll ever do in your entire life. There's nothing in your world, in your life that you'll do as well as he is at what he's doing. You do understand that, right? And he goes, nope, that's where you're wrong. I go, really? He goes, yep. I'm uh, I'm the best uh, meditation teacher in the country. <laughs> and I go, <laughs> and I go. How do you? I'm just. My blood was boiling. I'm like, how do you? How do you quantify that? How are you gonna? You know, in basketball, you have numbers to show how well you're doing, or baseball. How do you quantify that? He's like, uh, I've been named elder by sixteen tribes. <laughs> and I go, and I go, you know. For for a guy that that uh, you know teaches meditation and peacefulness and Zen, uh, you've certainly done a very poor job with me. You know, I I go because I am just you have really enraged me. I'm like this is the most ridiculous conversation I've ever had. This man is is wonderful at what he does, and it it just makes me upset when people sit around watch TV and start to denigrate everything they see. Pontificate. Yeah, and, and and denigrate all these 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 people that have spent their lives being great at things and it doesn't mean you can't root against him but it just bothers me he goes well i mean he he, he would have to do it for 14 more years and i go what are you talking about why why would he have to do it for 14 more years for it to be legitimate in your world he has two mvps he's like to be as good as bill russell <laughs> what does that have to do with any of this why does he have to be as good as bill russell to have your approval and uh anyway then he um he got up and left kind of I, I didn't I was very upset I, I just I, I really wasn't that nice to him you know and and I oh. felt bad oh. and and I did I just he's an older gentleman I felt like you know How I should have just let him he's at least 70 okay well. and it just you know like why couldn't I just let it go why, why was I, I I told him he was this guy was better than him anything he's done in his life that's not very nice that's a I, was, I felt pretty bad about myself and then the bartender walks over right, right as he was leaving he was just walking out the door and she's like I wish someone had done that 15 years ago. <laughs> 
She goes, he's been driving me crazy. That's hilarious. She goes, he's been driving me crazy for 15 years. This guy, she's like, he just talks. He just wants to tell everybody everything. And, and I go, well, you know, he's... For a guy that teaches meditation, I can't believe he talks so much. He should let us just all think and relax. She goes, I don't know anything about the meditation. He drives a school bus. <laughs> <laughs> so for the best meditation teacher in history, uh, you know, in the entire country, in the entire uh, country. you know, he's, also, he's driving a school bus. You should so. have said, I got you figured out. When you start to do your deep breathing, I just put my hand in your face. <laughs> I stop your whole meditation. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. I had a little hand in the face. You know what? That's it's. There's that guy is that that she feels like. You know this guy that she's been driving her crazy for 15 years. There's one of those in every bar and every. Well, that's place what I was going to ask America. you. So I know once in a while your your primary thing. You know you do comedy, but you also when you when you're in town you. Uh, you bartend once in a while. That happens everywhere, oh, yeah. right? There was a guy at, at where you bartend where I came over to say hello a couple of weeks ago that just would not. He just he wanted to do a shot with me. Is that a, is that sort of code for then I can talk to you for six yes. hours? Because I did not want to do a shot right. with him because I knew he had already he had been annoying me for at least five minutes. Just he would. Yeah, come on, you know. do a shot with me. Come on, you know. Plus it also. It brings you down to where they are. You know, this is, yeah, I'm not alone in my desperation. Here, let me have a shot with you. But yeah, we got, I mean, there's a guy in town that every bartender in town is like, oh, here he comes. He's He'll clear out the bar. You know, he sits and just starts talking. Is it that same guy? And, and the, no? Uh, no, no, it's a different guy. Yeah. But every bartender in town is just like, oh, God, that guy drives me crazy. He's going to sit here and drive away my customers. Yeah. You know, so. Is, are they, I mean, Sometimes you have to tell them. As a bartender, I'll tell them. Really? Hey, leave, leave them alone. They don't yeah. want to talk to you. Yeah. Talk to me. I have to talk to you. <laughs> I have to. It's my job. And I'm going to, you know. And there's at a, some point, but because you're giving them the elixir that they want, yeah. they'll, you know, you could, I could have said that stuff to them and they'll go, oh, yeah, well, but. And, right. But they, <laughs> they can't. Well, they want, you know, they, they, they generally are just talking about themselves. Right. Um. Yeah. You know, all the time, most of the time, at least this guy did want to talk about something outside of his. But his opinion on his opinion. Else. That's right. true. He, But there is a version of that that's even worse. Uh, you know, I was on the plane the other day and this guy would not stop talking the entire flight. And it was all about himself. And on my cell phone, I wrote down. Uh, well, first of all, I, I tweeted something when, when we landed, right? When the plane landed, just to get out of my system because I had spent an hour and a half listening to this guy talk about himself, just pontificate about himself. And I tweeted something like, you know, the guy next to me on the plane said he had kids. I, I don't know how he ever stopped talking about himself long enough to procreate because he just, <laughs> like, he just, he just would not shut up. It was just like this, it just would not end. How long was the flight? Uh, it was like an hour and a half. And you, could, you couldn't I do could the fake I could not stop. I just or... I could not get away. Well, it w yeah, when I stopped, when he stopped talking to me, he stopped. To, he talked to the lady next to me. And so either way, he was talking to somebody where I couldn't shut him out. Right. And he only talked about himself. And, you know, you, you want to be able to say. So I wrote down what I wish I had said to him. I, I wrote down because, uh, you know, you, yeah, afterwards I was like, do you think you might be able to refrain from talking about yourself for the next five minutes? I really need to spend that time absorbing all the amazing tidbits you've shared with me and plan a tactful way to extricate myself from this boring conversation and hopefully find a way to never talk to you again. Or if I'm being accurate, listen to you again. But I was thinking, like, <laughs> what? I don't know why. I just wrote that in my phone because I was, like, so angry that someone would be that self-absorbed. Now, I understand I talk about myself a lot on the podcast. Right. And that's part of what this is. I get it. 
But I hope we, 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 me and you or whoever I'm with, talk about other topics also. Yeah. But I definitely share a lot of stories. Yeah. I'll be the first to admit it. But I was thinking about it. What percentage of your friends, what I did was I made a list of all my friends and how often they talk about themselves. And, uh, and it was almost directly proportioned to how much I enjoy hanging out with each friend. They can't get off the topic of you and right. what's happening with you. You know, I have a couple of friends that it's only a, only what's going on in their life now, hundred percent of the time. Oh, that's bad. Every moment, and I'm not saying it should. And you know what? Even the ones who are the best on the list, it's like thirty, forty percent. They'll talk about themselves, and that's great. It should be. It should be thirty percent where you're finding out what's going on with your friend. Thirty to fifty percent. But if it gets to be like you know anything over like. 75 to 95 percent where that's no, where you that's can't get it back you can't get it onto a topic of what's going on with you i swear i have a couple friends that don't know i have kids at this point <laughs> <laughs> i mean not just not not just that they have not not what their names are i don't take offense at that but they don't even know i have kids that's all i mean like there's that little like asking me what's going on with my life couple now, of my are own, they are know? they is it what drives me crazy i you know and is the the people that like I would say, hey Hadley, my daughter and I went and went and saw an improv show, and then yes. there's this one regular at the bar that as soon as he's oh well me and my daughter oh yeah, me and one my of those yeah, it's yeah. the one upper right well you know back in college you know, hey I played rugby you know what in college I played rugby yeah. one time after yeah. I played a you know a football game for you you know so that's the ones that you know. Can, can you not listen to me and just go, oh, that's nice that you and your daughter went to an improv show together? Yeah. You have to relate it somehow. Yeah. It's like when... Well, I'm, how often do you get this as a bartender? Because I get this a lot. Maybe be, and it's ironic because we're doing this show, Cash Withdrawal. And, but a couple of my friends, I just think I'm just a therapist now. Like, uh, basically, yeah. it's one of those, like, I just think he gives good advice. And I don't mind it at all. One out of every three conversations, or even every other one, but when it becomes ten in a row over a two-year period, Ooh. where it's just constant, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. basically you're just picking what your about brain. My needs? Yeah, yeah. I need to to the big, to the big. I need to be heard. <laughs> yeah, that's well, I mean, but that's kind of my job when I'm behind the bar too. I had an old guy. Yeah, that's go, what I was asking. He goes, I mean, "You're I... the perfect mix of a great bartender. You're quick with a joke. You you can help with a problem." So I mean, you know, that's kind of I take that on a little bit, but not for my friends. Well, you, I mean, you, my you... friends, I want them to go. Hey, man, I've really got a problem. I mean, my Can understanding is you were named an elder by sixteen <laughs> tribes. 16, is that correct? Sixteen tribes. Sixteen, 16 tribes <laughs> as well. <laughs> I mean, look at him now. Look, look, they put a hand in his face. Look at him now. Yeah. Oh, you mean uh, yeah, fourth in the league in scoring? Yeah, well, he's really, he's a, he's a disgrace. Let's see him the, make yeah. a Moscow mule with a hand in his face. <laughs> I like that's the whole, his whole defensive structure was put a hand in his face. Yeah, nobody uh, hey, Patina. Didn't, didn't occur to anybody to actually uh, pressure him Wait, to so, miss those shots. We're supposed to be playing defense? <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to try to stop him? Yeah, these professionals that have spent their lives dedicated to the craft. It never occurred to them. But you, on your bar stool, decided you knew how to stop him. How many? If they had just listened, you know? How many backyard hoops did you stomp and drop kids off before you decided this was what we needed, defensive pressure? Hey, let's do a little Rorschach test. Let's How about that? Rorschach. Yeah, I miss the band. I miss the band. <laughs> Rorschach test. Rorschach. Yeah. Get to do a Rorschach test. test. Um, 
Do you um do you eat more if your team is losing or winning? I'm a happy eater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. When I went through my divorce, I wasted away to nothing. I looked really. Oh yeah, I would lay in bed for days. And so I this tassels break up. <laughs> yeah, you might really. Watch out, ladies! Yeah. I'm really looking good. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> That's tassels, old boyfriend. Yeah, he's on the market. Yeah, yeah, man. I was a. Uh, then as you start going out, and then I f- fell in love with this chick, and we would go out and drink and eat. You know, yeah. everything was a big celebration every night. Yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah, I'm definitely a happy eater, not a sad eater. Yeah, I have a friend that's like, I, I eat when I'm happy and I'm sad, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm sort of like, well, maybe maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's maybe it's more about the food then, I'm not, not the emotion. I'm food when my team is losing. I'm not yeah. very good. I think you can tell, we went to the World Baseball Classic uh, with oh, the kids. Yeah. In fact, look at these cups. They're, they're from the... That is awesome. Which is pretty cool, because it's the first time I've ever been able to go to Dodger Stadium and... And not root against the home team, right. and you know, like it was fun to be a part of you that. Could have. Yeah, I'm rooting against America. Yeah, yeah, that that's wouldn't a, have, couldn't that's do that. That's how much I hate that's, Dodger Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Boo! <laughs> Yay! Panama. The stadium or to the who, south. Who, who, yeah, that was uh, Puerto Rico. Well, who, 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 oh, that was last night. Was the soccer the Panama? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you know, but no, this was, and you know, I, I, it was fun. Because the Dodger thing, it's a bummer living in Los Angeles. You know, like I'm coaching a, uh, I'm coaching my my three year old's um, t ball team, right. and the assistant coach keeps wearing a Dodger hat to the practice, and we're the Giants because I got to name the team, and <laughs> and you know, I it, it was funny the first day of practice I go so, listen, um, we're, we're not going to be able to have the Dodger hat at the, at the practices if if you'd like to you know help me. <laughs> And assist, and he was—he he was like—he kind of laughed. I'm like, I'm serious. I just don't think I think it sends the wrong message, you know. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh I don't know why that's so this funny. Is I don't. So funny to me. <laughs> I just I just think it's not sends so, so, I mean, you, you yeah, can't well, the, you, send you, these kids yeah. make signals. You, you know what I mean? Topsy turvy. Yeah, really, they don't even know who to play for. Going right? on. What are we playing there? Is this D ball or soccer? Yeah. I don't know. So now he's so he he did not wear the Dodger. I mean, it happened at the first game, and I go, hey, dude, seriously, it's. I mean, you know, and he took it off, put on the cap, but. But now he's tr- he does it at practice. Uh, but the games, you know, he wears the giant hat. And I'm like, you can't live in both worlds like that. So I'm going to have to put the hammer down a little can bit. Can you get rid of him? Reassign him? Reassign him to the minors? Reassign him to the A-League? Have him talk to the elders? Developmental, <laughs> developmental three-year-old Perhaps the ball. 16 elders can straighten him out. <laughs> um, but what I, was, what I was wondering about at the baseball classic, I was thinking about it. You can kind of tell how... Unhealthy food is based on what you're eating it out of. If you're eating food out of a helmet, <laughs> right? They're these giant Dodger helmets with like a, they're eating like nachos out of them. So it's a full size helmet. Yeah, it's a real helmet. Pretty Not much. like the Looks old like ones it. you used to get. There was a store. not the little tiny ones. They're there was pretty a store big. called yeah. Zips Ice Cream when yeah. I was a kid, and they would give you back when baseball back when K-Line was at the top <laughs> exactly. of the- K-Line. My favorite player, Al K-Line. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Bob Buzzy Pazzese was at the top of the charts. <laughs> but yeah, no, and you can tell, um, like no one's ever, and I think it's the same because you work in a bar sometimes, same with what you're drinking out of. No one's ever been like, yeah, yeah I, had, I was drinking carrot juice out of a fishbowl, you know? 
Four straws. We were crushing it. It was full of antioxidants. <laughs> right? Yeah. Has anyone ever drank anything healthy out of a beaker? You know, they have those like right, beaker yeah. beaker shots. Yeah. Like, why is it? Why are we doing this? It's, why are we? It's not a beaker. What it's was, a test tube. Oh, it's a test tube? A beaker. A beaker. <laughs> I was always joking uh, in, in elementary school, but because I heard, we heard about test tube babies, I was always like, "I'm a beaker baby." Beaker. What is a beaker then? Beaker is the out. thing you put on top, and you boil the okay. chemicals in inside. But can you drink out of it? I wish you could. I've never a... seen it in a bar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, depending on what you're drinking out of, what's the weirdest thing you guys? Uh, well, when serve? I played rugby, we used to you would do a challenge, and you'd have to drink out of somebody's rugby boot. Shoot the boot, pour it full of beer, and then go. Okay, beer. a boot. Yeah, a rugby boot. That's what they call it. Big old cleats with, you know, that you can take the actual cleat out of the bottom of the shoe. They were leather. Right. You know, back when I was playing rugby, it was, you know. <laughs> you're really, you're really dating yourself <laughs> I'm here. You. But I think they still call it. I mean, it the shoe. diesel engine had just been invented. <laughs> the, the wankle. <laughs> no, the wankle, that's the a The wankle Mazda. engine, I know. Yeah. That's a Mazda. Rotary. Yeah, yeah the rotary engine. Yeah, that's, that's the one. way we should have gone. That was my <laughs> first car. The Wankel. Did you really? Yeah, I had a, I had a was Mazda. RX7. I had a Mazda RX7 orange. And it had the rotary engine. It had the rotary engine. How was yeah. it? Did you like that? Well, um, it was a, that car cornered like it was on rails. <laughs> on rails. Like rails. That, that's my favorite. But, uh, to the peak! To the peak! Now, it was awesome um, in terms of how it cornered and everything, but I did burn, the, I, did, I did ruin two, I, I ruined the engine twice. Really? Yeah. Because uh, it, it burns oil pretty quick, and you you got to keep an eye on it. First, the when I bought it, I had an oil leak. That one wasn't my fault. The second one, I was going over the Golden Gate Bridge and uh, just went out on me. That was the last time I drove it. It was a disaster. I was driving back from college. My cat, I had a sunroof. The cat ran out of the sunroof <laughs> as the car was, because the car broke in the middle of the bridge. And then the the cat ran over the out of the sunroof and was running down the side of the so oh, now the after cat. yeah it was pretty dramatic it, it needed to be in a yeah it was it was pretty ridiculous not 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 in the middle i don't, I don't want you to it was right towards the uh, end of the ba- uh, golden gate but yeah. it was ridiculous that's a who's the guy uh that's the perfect scene from i did catch the cat by the way and then about two weeks later it he, over the bridge <laughs> <laughs> tossed a wankle engine over the edge of the bridge I actually caught him with a wankle. Uh, I the cat two weeks later ran away. I never saw him again. His name was Slapshot. Yeah, Slapshot. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's like an Albert Brooks. Scene yeah, from my, an Albert Brooks yeah. movie. Running around on yeah, the I know. Golden Gate Bridge. I know. It was a uh, yeah. It was a great cat. I, I feel bad about that. Sorry to bring you down like this. I'm kind of bummed. Out. But enough about you. It's time to talk about me. <laughs> yeah, it depends what you're eating. What's going on with you? Anything new? What else is happening? Uh, just uh, doing the the podcast. I mean, doing the web series. We're shooting a web series and uh, doing some shows at the some corporate shows. Doing a show for the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce, which is you know we've already discussed this. Doing comedy at home in front of people. You know, you had your ponchos experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm doing this only. It's gonna be daytime at a yeah at the Marriott. You know, corporate event. A corporate in front of people. That you well, I know. think I think the I think the best thing about stand up is looking out there and knowing I never have to see these people again, <laughs> and that's the problem with the cruise. You have to see them for a week, right. so you, even that put, adds a tiny bit of pressure because it's like oh, I gotta see, I gotta live with these people now. I don't know. Depending on how it goes, they're gonna bring it up right. one way or another. 
I feel zero pressure. They kind of chewed it the other night, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Am I following you around at the at the hardware store you own? Going, well, you didn't do very good with those screws, you know? What I mean, <laughs> I know. Kinda, I know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, when you're when you're performing in your hometown, it's it's a little different if you if you know half the crowd. Yeah. Um, people are like, "I'll come out and support you." It's like I don't. I'm professional. I don't yeah. really need. I was I was, uh, uh, you know, named an elder by sixteen <laughs> tribes. Like I'm I'm you know it's uh, I'm a legitimate commodity, but uh, I don't need your support. I'm actually you know prefer you you. Stay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just stay? Because I, I always feel more pressure when my parents come than oh. you know. Yeah, or someone that hasn't seen you for say fifteen years perform. Whatever happens in those minutes that you're up there, if it's a short set, um, that will determine their entire <laughs> viewpoint of who you are as an your entire existence for the duration of your life. That is the pop up turkey timer <laughs> of your comedy career for you know those people. Bing, okay. Yeah, You're still doing that fat person joke, huh? That's your big go-to. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. See, see you in fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of feeling the pressure on that. But had a big audition and a callback for a a TV show, so that's cool. We were gonna see on that. It yeah. was like a um, it was like a CSI. What was N- it? NCIS. Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking. So I was thinking you should do some like, did you do some shoe prints as you came in, or some kind of? Did you bring a beaker in? <laughs> beaker. A beaker of stuff, yeah. Uh, I like my character's name, uh, Overweight Security Guard. Yeah, really? Yeah, that's the okay. Well, that might you just name him Bob the Security Guard, Dave. <laughs> just... You have to, you have to give me the role and denigrate me at the right. same time. Is but it... everybody was fat. Yeah, everybody, and that, so then you walk into the audition. You're like, well. I mean, what kind of fat are they looking for? They said kind of fat, but I mean, look, that guy's really fat. Oh, yeah. Right, that's what they want. They want a really fat guy. I should have eaten more today, you know? <laughs> you're just like, and then you look at it, you're like, well, does my hair look like my headshot, you know? So, I mean, I got an audition a couple of years ago for the role of an elf, and I felt a little bit hurt by it. I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. I'm not that short, you know? You got to go with what brings you, you know? It's, yeah. I'm an old guy. I'm not going to get any... Uh, Nobody's going to be going, hey, you know, we want the uh, leading man cop. I am what Alec Baldwin aged into gracefully. I'm being flung into that for every audition. You know, portly. Yeah. You know, hey, we got a good Chinos commercial. Come on and wear your Chinos and, you know. I don't even recognize. Do you recognize the descriptions of yourself if someone were to describe you? When people say, He's, I've heard myself described as, as short. And I don't. I understand inches wise. I'm probably not that tall, but I still don't quite believe it. I don't. I never. Wise. I never perceived myself as short. Well, you know. I mean, you're. I, I never thought of myself as short. Diminutive. I feel like no, but I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you, you can't frail. I, I describe it as frail. <laughs> no, but I'm. I'm. I'm honest. I honestly think of myself as taller than a lot of people I know. That and my wife will be like, "No, he's he, that guy's like five or six inches taller than you," and I don't perceive it that way. I like that. Yeah, like I just don't <laughs> I perceive it's it. Awesome. It's not. It's it's not a Napoleon complex because I I never felt insecure about being small because I didn't think I was. I like it. Yeah. Have you ever talked to anybody about it? <laughs> I know you're the doctor, but you know, physician, heal thyself. Yeah. Have you ever, maybe there's this one meditation guy who <laughs> yeah. really, yeah. But you kind of pissed him off. Yeah, God, yeah. I wish yeah. I could have talked to him before. Hey, we... let's answer some questions. But right. uh, so before we go, thanks for. I mean, it's so fun to catch up with you. Yeah, I haven't man. caught up with you in a while. Um, 
this is um you know, people send in questions, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, we might as well give them some answers. That's one thing I love about the show. Um, we uh, let's see, who do we got here? Uh, oh well, this I, this is right after my tweet. Lucas uh, wrote at LB Brennan. Uh, LB Brennan wrote, uh, "I once had a lady talk about her cat for thirty minutes, then complain that the guy across the aisle was wearing a Philly Eagles hoodie." And that's the thing. There's a lot of hypocrisy when people start talking, and then, they, but then they got a problem with somebody else, you know. What's so that? I got to be careful because I'm going to fit right into that category. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some guy, some guy talked about how he wasn't short the whole trip here. Yeah, I, people are really hypocritical uh, about what people, other people spend money on. Oh yeah, and and I've been in that, I've been in that shoes before. I where my wife will be like, "Can I just spend three hundred bucks on a bottle of wine, you know, or whatever." But then we'll spend money on something absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Everyone's got a different thing. Everybody's got their Some people barometer. eat out too much. We, yeah. My wife and I, we eat, t- we eat out too much. It's too expensive. But everyone's got something they spend too much money on, but then they judge someone else by spending too much on something else. I say if you got it, spend it. Yeah. And if you don't, steal it. Steal it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg Zilla writes, uh, uh, at G Baker writes, uh, G Baker 182 writes, there's 182 G Bakers. <laughs> So that's that's a lot of bakers. Ginger baker. Yeah, Hopefully the first one is That's a lot of bakers dozens. Yeah. Should we just start calling beer uh wheat soda? I like that. Yeah. Do you think you might try that at the barley soda? But it's, you know, hey, you want some wheat soda? You want some wheat soda? We got a beaker? You got a beaker full got a of test wheat tube? soda over there. And if you'd like some chili, I got a helmet in the back. <laughs> I think that's gluten pretty good. Gluten-free wheat soda. Omission. Yeah, gluten-free. <laughs> gluten-free. Gluten- we got the gluten-free We got wheat some soda. gluten-free wheat soda. So that's uh, beer without <laughs> the taste. Exactly. <laughs> Tim Hanks, at Almost Tom Hanks, writes, uh, putting a, quote, baby on board sticker on your car for safety when you don't have a baby. Unethical? Out of date was the last time you saw a baby on board sticker. Do they still make those? <laughs> yeah, I've seen them. Really? Yeah, I've seen them. That was something like in like 1989. I try, I try to avoid hitting those cars. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I better not hit that. I'll hit the one with the old person on board. I, so. It's a good question, I think. Is it unethical? Um, who? I wonder who had the first baby on board, or I'm sure there's only one, a baby on board license plate. Is that Timothy Ladders? Way too many. <laughs> that was probably trying, where they got the idea. Well, they're idea. trying to figure it out. They smack right Let's in the ass of your car. Yeah, I know. I Kill know. your kid. Now that's that's actually a good question. How dangerous are these, uh, you know, personalized license plates that you got to figure uh, out? I bet that causes a lot of accidents. I got to get closer to figure this. <laughs> Son of a. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't think it's I don't unethical. Think it's unethical. I like it. I like this. You idea. might be a father. You just don't know it. That's there true. might be a baby. Maybe it's and not on board be. right now. All right, you know, you you could say I, I'm I'm an emotional child. Exactly. You know and there, I mean? you're also putting pressure on the people that have a baby to remember to take their sign out. If you can't use it, they can't use it mm-hmm. when their baby's not in the car. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Here's one from Eastwood Fresh um, at Eastwood Fresh. Uh, writes, if a slip and slide is only a slide because of the slip, then isn't everything a slide if you just add water? Um. Hashtag cheap epiphany. <laughs> Since that's 
what one of these sections are called. I, it's hard for me to remember the names of the uh, of the sections of the show without the uh, cash withdrawal sextet. They've been on tour forever. It's driving me crazy. I like this one because I really hate the slippery when wet signs. Like what? What is not? What's not more slippery when it's wet? A like I, isn't that just a, okay? A sponge? What else? The ocean. Sand. It's not a slip. You're right. No. It's not, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, that, that's a theory that just completely you just <laughs> completely blew that theory Thank away. Thank you. Can have therapy with me at the bar anytime. <laughs> God, you really blew that one out of the water. I, I actually thought that was a strong theory for the last literally like 10 years. I, I've been seeing the slippery when wet signs. I'd be like, what's not slippery when it's wet? That's what I had thought 10 years in a row when I saw a sign that said that. And now you just heard, you named like three things in succession. That, Those are probably the only three, though. Well, mud is mud. Mud's probably. Mud can be slippery. Mud slippery. Can more be, slippery. More slippery. Clay, definitely more slippery. Like the clay. Mud in the south, you know, very mm-hmm. slippery. But sand, no, it's more tacky. And a sponge, I don't know whether sponge doesn't get slippery or less slippery. So I don't know. So you've only, yeah, so, so maybe. Like one so I wasn't completely. No, out. no, most stuff is more slippery. I don't know about the slip and slide thing, but I think that I, I like Eastwood just thinking about I don't think sandpaper. The- I think you put them. As much water as you want on a big sheet of sandpaper, you slide on it. It's not going to be a. Slide. It's not going to be. It's not going. It's not going to make it more slippery. Uh, if a slip and slide is only a slide because of the slip, Wait and a isn't second. everything a slide if you just add water? This is like a tongue it, twister I, I, I think, that actors do. I think it do. might be true. I think it might be true. If you just add water to something, everything's a slide. No, not sandpaper. Besides not sandpaper, a bed of nails. But that. <laughs> not one of those beds that. Like Hindu people lay on in cartoons. Yeah. Not a hot bed of coals. Not a hot bed of... Not a lava river. Yeah. That's true. So not everything becomes a, a slide. It's disappointing. I kind of thought but it's that... science. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ethan at the old Zim Zam writes, Silence. When is their platinum record dropping? <laughs> That's a great name for a band, yeah. right? Silence. Hello, darkness, my old friend. My old friend. My old friend. <laughs> when is that going to be the big karaoke song? <laughs> this is beautiful. I missed asses. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? You want to get out there and try to... Well, you want to... I think you should get out there and try to try to win her back. I mean, it's going to be hard since you broke up with her. She didn't know you were dating, well, and now you're going to try to I win her back. Maybe she, you know, I think saying definitely she didn't know we were dating, I think maybe that's a little, maybe she was, you know, hiding. How many dates were there? Well, I mean, I mean, dates. What's a date? I mean, does a date have to be you're both together at a place? Or can a date be, you know, I drive by and <laughs> wave and through the window and... Just kind of. I don't know if that's a date. That that might be. That can be construed as stalking. <laughs> well, you know, stalking. You know, that's a bad word too. Why do we label everything? I know. I know. <laughs> I think stalking used to be funny, and then it just started to really happen in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a funny concept, and these real stalkers. Think of the. Think of how many great jokes have been ruined by real, stalkers, real stalkers or thieves or whatever yeah. different people. Um. 
So I, I, uh, I, have you ever been to Shields? Shields. Shields. It's like this giant sporting goods store. No. No. Well, we're not going to talk about that. Where is that? I was. I was in Utah. There's this giant sporting goods store. It's got like a. Got like a Ferris wheel inside. It's like a like a bass fishing world where they yeah. got the three story lake. Okay, and the that kind of thing. They got a lake, the, elevator. Yeah. You get to the point where you're like, where where are we going out in the wilderness? <laughs> like, why don't we just camp here? Right at the bass fishing yeah. shop. You got everything you need. You know what I mean? Like foil, fish inside, foil packets. Of it's a lot more comfortable. Molecular ice cream. You know cream. what I mean? Yeah. That's I. I would more in an apocalyptic situation. I want to go straight to the bass fishing shop <laughs> and just live there. Yeah. Right. Whoever yeah, the, gets there first, yeah, that's the, the bad fishing That's shot. where you're waiting at the zombie apocalypse. Huh? Don't go to Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> don't go. Don't go to Linens. Yeah. Linens World. Don't yeah, go to don't Michaels. Get... <laughs> I strung together a net with these beads. <laughs> yeah, head to the sporting goods store. No, or or to the. I like I like your Home idea. Depot. The bass fishing shop. Bass fishing. Yeah, that's you what know? I meant. You know the the outdoors. I mean, it's the one scenario. Where someone says the apocalypse is broken out. It's I'm remarkably quite calm about it, but it's broken out. Where are you going to go? To the peak. To the peak. Help yourself. I'm going to the bass fishing right. shop. <laughs> That's where I'll be. Pro bass world. Hey, thanks for coming out, buddy. Hey, man. It's great to see you. Thanks for uh, the help. Let me know what happens with tassels, and I we'll will. see you on the next episode. Now leaving Nerdist.com.